In Orkney, there's a race of creatures called the Finn Folk. And the Finn Folk live in a city under the sea called Finn Folkheim. But they also live on beautiful floating islands that float on the surface of the sea in the summer months. And sometimes you see an island floating where it's, there isn't an island. And they called it Hildeland. It's from an old Norse word, Hildren, which means a mirage at sea. It's a, an apparition of an island where there wasn't one. And I should know, because I have, I have seen Hildeland. I have seen it in some detail, in fact. Uh, many years ago now, actually nearly 40 years ago, I was uh, visiting my family in Tankerness, where I was born, on the East Mainland Orkney. And we were, me and two of my brothers were walking along the beach, and one of them had just bought a pair of binoculars. So we were underneath what is now the main runway at uh, Kirkwall Airport, on the shore, and we could see that there was an island between Shappensey and Stronsey, where there shouldn't have been an island. And what's more, there was a big building on it, a big grey building with a big round arched door. Now, having the binoculars, we were able to look at it and try to figure out where we, where it was. But we didn't recognise it. I think it might have been the Husa Geramount on Sandy. Couldn't swear to that, though. But it was a lot nearer than it should have been. And watching it then, it started to melt away on the west coast. So the left-hand side of the island, as we were facing it, started to melt away and lift out the water. And then the east side followed suit, and it started to shimmer and disappear as well. And it was just the island with a little point in the middle coming down to the sea, and soon that was gone too, and it was just floating there above the surface. And eventually it just slowly faded away over a space of about five, ten minutes or so. And that would have been the home of the Finfolk, Hildeland. But you have to be careful with them, as this next story will tell you. It's called How Tam Scott Lost His Sight. I know Yerker's fond of this one, so if you're listening to Yerker, there's wee ones for you as well. Now, Tam Scott had a boat, and he used to run back and forth between his native island of Sandy and Kirkwall, or to any of the other islands. If anybody had anything they needed to be transferred, if you needed to ship something, then he was there with his boat to take you. Now, it was the time of the Lammas Fair in Kirkwall, so everybody was wanting to go to the fair. And it was well known that a lot of the girls getting on board the boat there had a cross painted on their chest by their mothers to protect them from the Finn folk, because the Finn folk can't stand the sign of the cross, and so they wouldn't be carried off by a Finn folk. Well... They sailed into Kirkwall, the passengers went ashore, and went through the town to go to the fair. The Lammas Fair was running, and it was a great, great thing. 
Everybody went to the fair, and everything imaginable was for sale, and there was also lovely food, and there was things to do, and there was games for the kids, and it was a real party atmosphere. And Tam was going around, and he was having a cog of ale as well, having a wee drink, and enjoying himself, when a stranger came up to him and said, Are you Tam Scott? Yes, he said. I am. I hear you have a boat for hire. Yes, I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm needing to hire it, says the man. Well, Tam looked at him. Now, he'd never seen him before in his life. He was a tall man with very black hair and a black moustache and beard and a look to match. I mean, he was not a very happy-looking person. He was doer. He was dark by complexion, but he was dark in his character, too. I have uh, a cow, he said, that I want to take up to one of the North Isles. Will you ferry it for me? I'll pay you well. I'll pay you double, because I'm taking you away from the fair so soon. Oh, uh, yeah, fine, says Tam. Yeah, no, I'll... Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'd be happy to do that, of course, yes. Um, right, I'll see you in an hour's time down at the pier. Great, fine. So, Tam went off to look for his pal that used to help him with the boat. But he found him, lying sound asleep, outside the vintners that was down at Anchor Building. And he was, he was dead drunk, out for the count. So, Tam gave him a, a wee kick and a big cush, and he headed down to get the boat ready himself. Well, at the appointed time, here comes the big dark man leading this cow with him. And uh, he's, you know, Tam's starting to think now, well, how are we going to get this cow in the boat? But when they got down to the pier, when the man was opposite the boat, to Tam's amazement, he just pecked the coo up like it was a lamb and jumped into the boat and set the coo down. Wow, thought Tam. Remind me not to get on the wrong side of this guy. So they cast off the rope and they hoisted a sail and they sailed off from Kirkwell Bay. And they were out the harbour, they were going up Kirkwell Bay and towards the island of Shattensea. And Tam says, Where do you want to go? Do you, do you want to go to Shattensea? East of Shattensea, says the man. Hmm. So Tam's a sociable character. He's trying to engage a conversation with this guy. But the man just sits there, doer, says not a word. And if he does speak at all, which is very seldom, he only said, a safe tongue keeps a, a safe heed. A close tongue keeps a safe heed, I should say. A close tongue keeps a safe heed. <laughs> so they go to the Easter Sharpens and he goes, Ah, you want to go to Stronzi? Easter Stronzi. So again, he's trying to make conversation, but all he gets is, A close tongue keeps a safe heed. Well, remembering the 
picking up the coincident, he decides not to push his luck too far with this guy. So they go east of Stronzi, and he says, you'll be wanting to put into Sandy then. East of Sandy, he said. You can't go east of Sandy. A close tongue keeps a safe head. Look, there's nothing east of Sandy. There's, there's Norway east of Sandy. This boat's not big enough to go to Norway. A close tongue keeps a safe head. Well, before he could do much more or argue any more with the man, they were sailing to the east of Sandy, when he could see something like a silvery cloud floating on the surface of the sea. And they head towards this cloud, and it gets swallowed up, and he says, We'd better get back. We'd better try to get out of here. A close tongue keeps a safe head. Well, <laughs> a close tongue might keep a safe head, but a fog won't keep us very safe if we get lost in this. I mean, we could end up who knows where. A close tongue keeps a safe head. So they just keep on sailing in front of them, and they come out of this fog, and there's a green island in front of them. Now, he only sees a glimpse of this, because this strange man jumps forward to the, turns, jumps to the stern of the boat where Tam's sitting, and says, I have to blindfold you. Well, he wasn't going to argue, and, and sure enough, a blindfold is tied around his eyes, but the man doesn't make a very good job of tying it, and so there's a little gap underneath so Tam can see what's going on. And he sees a beautiful green island that he's never seen before. Now, he knows these waters, and there is not an island there, and he realizes now that this is a fin man he has on board the boat. Not any mortal, but a fin man. Now, as they get nearer, the mermaids who are sitting on the beach start to sing the most beautiful song. And it is so, so beautiful that Tam's heart just soars with it. It's gorgeous. It's wonderful. It's everything in the world that's good all rolled into one. But as they get near the shore, the fin man just shouts at them, Leave him alone, you limmers. He's married and got a family back on the island of Sandy. Well, when the mermaids heard that, they start to weep and they sing another song, a sing a tragic song that makes poor old Tam wet the tears well up in his eyes. Next thing they know, the bottom of the boat grounds in the beach, and he can hear voices all around him, and many hands grab the boat and pull it up the beach. He can feel the cow being lifted up out the boat and set down on the gravel beach and stroll off. And then the boat is being pushed back down, and there's a chink. A bag of coins is thrown into the boat, and... The boat is pushed back into the sea, and you know what the fin folk do? They push it against the sun. They push it withershins. 
against the course of the sun, which no Christian would ever do but the Finn folk. Uh, they're no Christian and they're no canny. So, the next thing he knows, he pulls off the blindfold, but he's back in this fog again. He can't see a thing. But in no time at all, he comes out the fog, and there in front of him is the Brea Washer in Sandy. He's back home again. And he takes up the bag of coins that's in the bottom of the boat, and he opens it, and he's been paid well, right enough. But every coin is a copper coin. Because, you see, the Finn folk love the white money, as they call silver, and they love silver too much to part with so much as one coin. So he's all paid in copper. But that was fine, too. So a year passes, and Tam's back at the Lammas Fair again, and he's wandering about, and he's having a coga ale, and suddenly he sees the strange man. Now, the strange man hasn't seen him, but he's, Tam's seen him. And he goes over to him, and he taps him on the shoulder, and the man turns around with a scowl on his face. And Tam says, ah, it's good to see you again. Hey, how have you been? Would you like a cog of ale? Would you like to join me with that? Ah, it's good to see you, he says. What have you been doing since I seen you last? Did you ever see me? said the man with a black look on his face. Well, you'll never have to say that again. And he took a box out, which Tam thought was a little snuff box that he was going to offer him a pinch of snuff. And the Finn man opens the lid of it and <sighs> blows some of the dust into Tam's eyes. It stings! The lights flash in his eyes and then he opens them and nothing. Just blackness. He never sees another thing for the rest of his days. Tam Scott is blind. So it's a very sad Tam that goes home that night, and life for him changes drastically. But you see, you shouldn't make too friendly with people that you don't know. And also, the Finn man was wise in his saying as well, because a close tongue does keep a safe head. <laughs> 